0: Oh, there's a lot of money out there, a lot of investment in energy, so long as it's renewable energy. And uh, Governor Granholm, former Michigan governor and the current secretary uh, of energy, was in Michigan yesterday. Kevin, to talk about this. Yeah, and
1: uh, apparently there is a lot of money. We're talking billions of dollars, up to $3.1 billion in match funding, which means $6.2 billion could go into this project. Uh, Lloyd Jackson's covering the story for us, WJR Senior News Analyst. Good morning, Lloyd. How are you?
2: Uh, Good morning, guys. Yeah, the uh, former governor was in town yesterday. She started out yesterday morning in East Lansing uh, to cut a green ribbon at Michigan State University's facility for rare isotope beams after some 20 years of work. Now, the facility known as FRIB is anchored by a 400 kilowatt linear accelerator that scientists hope will lead to groundbreaking discoveries in nuclear physics. How it works? is by shooting a particle beam at a target nucleus of an atomic element. When they collide, that beam creates rare variations of that element. Isotopes, which have far-ranging implications on astronomy, homeland security, and other fields, including medicine, like possibly killing cancer. FRIB lab director Thomas glassmacher can make all kinds of isotopes, any kind of isotope. And we can make designer isotopes where medical folks tell us, I need this element because it metabolizes in certain cells more quickly, and then it decays in there and kills the cancer. Now, Glassmacher joined Granholm at the ribbon cutting along with Senators Gary Peters and Debbie Stabenow, Representatives Tim Walberg, Alyssa Slotkin, Brenda Lawrence was there, as well as Governor Gretchen Whitmer.
1: This uh, FRIB is really the final step in a journey that began in 2008 and the beginning of a new chapter for Michigan and MSU's story. Over a decade ago, the Department of Energy MSU and the state came together
0: to make a bet on Michigan.
2: The bet has paid off. Now, experiments are set to begin at the FRIV facility starting next week. Now, later in the afternoon, the former governor took a trip down 96 to Detroit's Focus Hope, where she announced a three billion announced $3 billion in grants from the Biden administration's bipartisan infrastructure law to spur U.S. expansion of high-capacity battery manufacturing and raw material sources and recycling for those batteries. Granholm said making the guts of the electric vehicle and batteries should be done mostly here in the United States.
1: Right now, the processing
2: of the materials that go into that battery all largely happens in China. We don't have any processing in the united states you better believe those are more jobs now granholm says this is how the funding from the federal government works those who want to apply for it they will have to supply a match of the funding so the 3.1 billion ends up becoming 6.2 billion that's a lot of money to build out this part of the supply chain and that means that's
1: a lot of jobs
2: cindy estrada uaw vice president says the union is excited you know this is a
1: moment that is never going to happen in our lifetime again it hasn't happened in a hundred years a complete transformation of the auto industry
2: and guys the announcement was held at detroit's focus hope because as jobs are created there needs to be a labor force that can handle the work as well and those in the machinist training institute of focus hope which is their longest running workforce development program are ready for that challenge guys
1: Wow. A lot of heavy hitters uh, in in that uh, group. Uh, Do do you think that uh, or did they discuss the opportunities for Michigan to get a lot of these jobs uh, or, or were they primarily talking about bringing this to America?
2: No, you know, the announcement was, you know, the broad announcement, but, you know, having it here in Michigan and having it at Focus Hope, you know, they're leading to that. Debbie Dingle was there as well. I didn't uh, play a cut from Debbie Dingle, but she was there as well. And she was like, absolutely. They're going to be making sure that uh, those jobs, a lot of those jobs are here um, in the city of Detroit, the the city that put the uh, uh, world on wheels.
0: Yeah, and the jobs are going to be there, and it might be for quite some time uh, before we see a lot of, I guess, the culminating factors of this, the products, because it takes years and years to get these mining operations up. Just for a federal permit for a new mine can take – it's a years-long process. So in terms of that aspect of it, the energy production, it's going to be uh, a number of years out, sounds like. Yeah,
2: it'll it'll be – yes yeah, it it's going to be some years out and you know as they make that change uh from the combustible uh to the battery and uh electric vehicles you know there are going to be some jobs that are lost but then those jobs will be gained When the electric vehicles and the batteries are, you know, in production, it's going to add even more jobs probably than were lost when they do the transition from the combustible to the electric
1: vehicle. Yeah, it sounds like we don't have the labor force in place to handle these jobs right now. Uh, So it will be important for them to make some announcements as early as possible about where these uh, facilities may end up being so that uh, those states can, uh, you know, put out the word and let people know that all of these jobs are going to be available. Uh, for people who are willing to, to learn those skills and, and to move into that area because they're, they're like, like the one uh, cut you used, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, it's something that uh, Michigan yeah. will want to be prepared for. And in their bid to, to get these facilities and to get that money coming to Michigan, if they, if they can say, look, we, we've, been, we've got a labor force that's up and running, starting to get trained, we're going to be ready for you, that, that will go a long way in, in our ability to get some of these deals.
2: It is. And I think, you know, we have a, a great labor force in the auto industry you know already. So to transition uh, a lot of those and to uh, have others be trained by those who have been in this business uh, will be very big, especially here in Michigan.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's going to be needed because I know that it's still a low percentage of EVs sold in this, this country. I think it's still about 4%, but that's up from, I think, 1% or so just a year or two ago. And that's the two and a half million plug-in electrics that have been sold in America uh, as of March 31st. So it's needed and it's growing, and we got to prepare for it. Uh, Lloyd Jackson, senior news analyst, appreciate it. Thanks so much.
2: Thank you, guys.